Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. My day is ruined. The entire day is ruined. I burnt the crap out of my tongue on my coffee. I mean, yeah. I won't taste anything for days. So disappointing. Very annoying. Live from Studio C. Si, senor. You know what it is? Dibley Lit Room. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound on the midweek. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Trying to come up Dead with a end. Trying to a come man up with a burnt tongue and no hope. Trying to come up with a clever way to say it was Wednesday, but I got nothing. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, not Matt Gates, and the seventeen-year-old, and the denial, and the dad wearing a wire, and the former Justice Department guy gone rogue, and the blackmail, and the FBI, and the denial, and the pulling Tucker. Not that. That's not our general manager. Our general manager is the Biden administration's attempt. To change America forever. So what was she, 18 or what? What was the story? How old was this girl? Not 17. He's denying it. We'll have the whole story for you. The hard-hitting live team coverage coming up. So your big story is uh, the fact that Joe Biden has dogs that won't stop biting people. That's the story. That's how he's changing America. The first president to bring in... Uh, rabid wolf dogs into the White House <laughs> no. to chase staffers around, bring no. them down and go to their no. throats. No, that's not it at all. No, indeed. As the Wall Street Journal put it, uh, Joe Biden is uh, changing the fundamental belief behind the American economy. He believes that government can drive growth and opportunity and innovation. Good God, what could be worse? So you're sweeping under the rug that fa- the fact that Major the dog who had bitten someone... They sent away for training, brought back to the White House, and now has bitten someone again. Blood everywhere. So much blood on the White House grounds from the dog attacking people and running rogue. I'm sweeping and, uh, it under the rug. I'm, I'm uh, forcing it out into the backyard. You can use whatever phraseology you want. Yes. <laughs> I'm ignoring that story. What a, what a funny story, though. What a funny thing to deal with. When you're President Biden, you got people coming in and out of your office giving you messages all day long about, you know, what's happening in Iran. Oh, the North Korea did this. It looks like maybe another cyber attack from China. The Republicans have said this. And, you know, your, your dog bit somebody again. What? Grandpa. Oh, man. I don't need this. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize for that. Uh, uh, Joe Scarborough said this morning on MSNBC, he said, you know, if my dog bit two people, he might want to be uh, getting his things together and uh, getting ready to meet getting dog a, Jesus. <laughs> getting his affairs together. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. At the very least, uh, yeah, he needs a different environment. He's a rescue dog, right? Yeah. I don't fault dogs for what they are. They're just uh, they're balls of instinct and, and thousands of years of breeding and, and the rest of it. Poor Major must have some sort of uh, fear aggression going on or something. Some dogs you can train it out of them. Some you can't. Especially, it makes a difference. Especially if they're grown-up dogs, you know. Old dog, new tricks. I don't know if you've ever heard that thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and you, need, you got this. Uh, he's a darling of cable news, this uh if you don't follow politics all the time, you might not know. That's why yesterday during the show on your uh, your social media, it broke that Matt Gates 
representative from Florida announced that he might uh, he might resign before the end of his term and take a job in media. And I didn't mention it because I don't think most of you care. I don't care. Uh-uh. Um, but the the cable news crowd and that care and but, but so because he was a loyal Trump ally, so he's like a poster child on the left for Trump things, and so you know whatever the crowd that likes to talk about that stuff really enjoyed it. Well, then later in the day, this whole story broke about him being accused of sex trafficking or whatever. It's a little difficult to figure out what's going on there, but that might be why he announced earlier in the day that you know I might resign and I don't know take a cable news job or something. I don't, I don't know. Well, it's it's hardly even a different gig these days with performative politics and performative cable news. Especially for him. He's one of the many people that have come into Congress. This I am interested in. All the people that come into Congress and see their job as getting on TV and having a cool line for the various shows and tweeting a lot. They A lot of people, including him, they they don't have really much interest at all in uh, in legislating. Right. They, they see the job differently than it was designed for, and I don't know what's going to end that trend. Maybe well, nothing. I still uh, say NASA ought to be funding a program to revive the founding fathers periodically, have them in some sort of pod, and when needed, re-energize them and ask them about things so we can understand you know, what the framers would have us do. But having to explain that, all right, now, members of Congress, you remember Congress that was supposed to be the preeminent uh, body? It passes the laws, the people's house. Yes, I remember Congress, of course. Well, now, uh, see, George or, or uh, James Madison, the problem is people are using Congress as a tryout for cable news. Then you'd have to explain what cable news is, and then you'd have to endure the rage of James Madison. What sort of idiots are you people electing? Uh, Heck of a day in the uh, Chauvin trial yesterday also. So we'll have to talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, I watched hours of it. It, it, I, I just watched highlights. It looked like it was a pretty good day for the prosecution to me. Well, it it ought to be. They're putting on their case. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, if you want outrage, they got outrage. Um, it's teamwork that makes the dream work. And that's why we introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo. I'm sorry, technical director. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. I'm doing good. Uh, yesterday, I was doing some work in my parents' home, and an Amazon truck uh, truck came out there, and they're out in the middle of nowhere, and got stuck, backed up. Stuck in the ditch, needed a tow truck, okay? Poor guy was sitting out there, and I said, you know, Dad, maybe you should go help him. Nah, I don't need to help him. Just let him sit out there. (laughs) I thought, wow. Okay. Um, So I I went out there with some bricks and tried to put some uh, bricks under the tires and see if I could get him out. Nothing. So he sat out there for hours waiting for a tow truck. And uh, it was funny, though, because... There was four different Amazon truck drivers that came out to check on him. So apparently there must be something like a Batman symbol that they put out. <laughs> he's out wow. in the middle of nowhere. It's that and smile all, thing. They, they shine it on the clouds. To, they didn't come to you know, push the truck out or any help at all. They just wanted to check on him, literally see where he was, uh, okay, and then uh, left. Or maybe mock him. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, so, so the, the randos have a way of contact. The randos they hire to drive Amazon trucks. <laughs> <laughs> at least he was in because I, I saw the picture at least he was in an actual official Amazon vehicle yes. I have so many people come out to my place just in an old beater car and I think who the heck is that at our gate and then some guy but I had a moral box <laughs> I had a moral dilemma though do I help this guy or do I take it out on him for all the times I d- did two day shipping and it didn't arrive <laughs> there so, you go so and then a year ago, I ordered my mom's slippers, and they showed up three days later, and I paid for two days shipping, so you can sit here in the ditch. 
Beautiful. And he was totally blocking off your uh, parents' property, right? Yeah, he was. So. Nobody in, nobody out. Um, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing quite well. I, uh, I started a new show yesterday. This one streamed on the, the Amazon Prime. It is an animated show, so I know that is a barrier to entry that some uh, just will not cross. Uh, it is called Invincible. It has quite the uh, the powerful cast of voice actors. It is also superhero-based. So, yeah, uh, yes, I am 39 years old. I am uh, advocating a animated superhero show <laughs> as something that I could not wait to start the next episode of. If I did not work today, I would have just kept watching as many it, episodes as they had. Is it, child? Is it for grown-ups or kids? It's for, it's for grown-ups. Oh, okay. It is, it is uh, yeah, the, okay. the, the, the fight scenes, they, uh, they, they go places. Because I'm always looking for a new show for the kids. Yeah, um, not, not this one yet, but, and, uh, but I really enjoy it. And Kong versus Godzilla hits today? Uh, it does. It does okay. hit today, yes. And my kids are definitely excited about that. My belief is that, that uh, rooting for Kong over uh, Godzilla is anti-Asian bias, mm. and I think it's probably contributing to anti-Asian uh, feelings. So I'll be rooting for Godzilla. And we missed the put-it-back movement that was so popular yesterday. Um, pretty funny on Twitter. I don't know how that escaped us. Have you been following the put-it-back movement? No, I think I've seen the phrase, but it was a movement, and it happened yesterday. Boy, is that a great description yeah. of the modern world. Yeah, it is. The boat. People yeah. on the Internet are oh. very unhappy that the boat is gone and no longer can meme about it and talk about it. Put it back! You bastards, put it back! Yeah, boy. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, March 31st. Where did March go? The year 2021, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin uh, transporting ideas across state lines for immoral purposes. Here we go, precisely according to FCC rules and regs, at Mark. If you just saw our Matt Gates interview, that was one of the weirdest interviews I've ever conducted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, there's so much there. I don't know what to think of what's actually going on or not, but, it's man, it's a hell of a uh, drama-slash-mystery. Yeah, so this congressman gets accused of all kinds of things, goes on Tucker Carlson with a weird, long story that Tucker Carlson didn't know anything about, and then Tucker afterwards says, that was the weirdest interview I've ever done. Yeah. yeah and Matt well, Gates does this weird throwing Tucker under the bus several times thing that was strange. <laughs> I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, kind of <laughs> trying to rope him in. You know how it is, Tucker. You know how it is. Go ahead. Tell everybody. <laughs> What? What are you talking about? <laughs> but his denials are full-throated and elaborate. Yeah, yeah and he named names. Although I mean, that, yeah. there are no weasel words or anything. Uh, anyway, uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's nice. It's good. It's it's really... I'm sure. proud of it. I'm proud to be part of it. CDC out with an important announcement. I hope Dr. Fauci heard it. we got a lot of stuff to talk about all the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Strong and Getty Show. Oh, poor Major the Dog. We got this uh, text. Attack dogs in, potheads out at the White House. <laughs> pot, if you smoke pot, you gotta go. Cujo, come on in. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's a little uncomfortably uh, Stalag 13-ish. You think? There. Between the wackiness and the, 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 the German shepherds biting people? Hmm. Mailbag. Yet another treasured part of American culture has been canceled for alleged passive racism. 
folks, you're going to lose your culture. You don't stand up to this stuff. Stay tuned for that. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from uh, Ayn Rand. He is free to evade reality. He is free to unfocus his mind and stumble blindly down any road he pleases, but not free to avoid the abyss he refuses to see. I think that's kind of a wordy way to say you, you shall reap what you sow or what you have sown. Wordy is her middle name. Yes, indeed. Uh, but I, I think about the incredible spending experiment that the United States is conducting right now, disregarding every rule of economics and fiscal uh, responsibility. And we are free to evade reality, but we're not free to avoid the abyss that we refuse to see. I am somewhat concerned. Like James Lindsay says, reality bats last. Which is a great one. Forget Major Biden. Remember when Joe bit Jill's finger that one time? I want to know how many people Joe has bitten. (laughs) That's from Chris. I learned it from watching you, said Major. (laughs) That's beautiful. Uh, That's beautiful. Ian from Tijuana is back in emailing after taking a break for a while. Guys, much like the military-industrial complex that's kept us in wars overseas for decades, they'll keep the COVID pandemic going on for as long as possible. Beware the COVID-industrial complex. Mm, That's a good one. I would call it more the uh, COVID uh, governmental complex. A key development yesterday, Cal Unicornia announced that there's going to be a new green tier. In other words, everything's fine, but you're still on the tier system. You still have that choke chain around your neck, and we'll yank it when we feel like it. That's the COVID industrial complex right there. Speaking of endless wars, we're, we're, uh, the world is not talking that much about what's going on in Afghanistan, but we're on track to wrap that thing up and get out, I guess, a month from tomorrow. May 1st is the deadline, and uh, it is not going well. No, and then, then if we do leave, and, and that's still somewhat in doubt, let the fundamentalist Islamic hell be unleashed on the good people of Afghanistan. Oh, it's a damn shame. Uh, but there's there are a lot of damn shames around the globe, and we can't stop all of them. So perhaps you remember uh, earlier in the week, or last week, when was it? It doesn't matter. When our ancient president was bad-mouthing thoroughly reasonable election reform laws in uh, Georgia, and uh, he unleashed this memorable phrase. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. Rob writes, and I'll try to be quick, because uh, the value of this email... Oh, blah, blah, blah. Y'all keep using the Jim Eagle thing backwards. You say picked eagle because they are more aggressive or larger and therefore worse, but not so. When you use a phrase like, he makes Hitler look like the Pope... Feel free. He put the ding in the sentence, Michael. Feel free if you, if you must. You're drawing on the difference between how bad the first thing is and how good the second thing is to show how much worse this person must be, right. even compared to the bad thing in your phrase. Right. That's why it's confusing. This this makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. So this makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle can only be interpreted as Jim Eagle being a very great thing. And and sensible voting laws are worse than Jim Crow by the same factor that Jim Crow is worse than Jim Eagle. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. If you actually read this far, I seriously question how valuable your time really is. That's funny. Yeah, he should have said it makes, if he believed this, and it's a load of crap, but it makes Jim Crow look like a gnat or something. I don't know. Sure, it makes Jim Crow look like fairness. Right. Yeah, he got it completely wrong. Who that blank knows what Jim Eagle is anyway? (laughs) Let the mighty eagle soar. Is that Jim Eagle? (laughs) 
Was that a prepared line, or did he do that off the top of his head? Ah, that's got to be off the top of his head. Somebody asked Corn Pop if he ever met Jim Eagle. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Jim Eagle, he was one of those bad boys. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. (laughs) Go up on the diving board without his uh, cap on. Swimming cap. Not a joke. How did Corn Pop come off vis-a-vis, say, Jim Eagle? Better guy, worst guy. I don't know. Where is he? If you're gonna, hey, Mr. President, if you're gonna line up Jim Crow, Jim Eagle, and Corn Pop, <laughs> I mean, bad to good, best or worst, who'd be in what space? But I'm gonna wrap this chain around your head. I don't appreciate the uh, hostility, sir. Moving along, uh, a couple of really interesting notes on the guy who is caught with all the guns and body armor and everything in the grocery store, and we asked what the cops would do. Because he hadn't really violated many laws. Uh, a couple of answers here. Have you heard um, that story anywhere but here? I haven't. No, I haven't either, which is just strange. You know what? We have a couple of uh, lawmen, a couple of uh, anonymous uh, people who know uh, with com- comments on that story. And we'll get to that uh, within the next hour or so. We, we just need to, we need to unspool the crazy Matt Gates story for you after the break, I think. Yeah. And then serious analysis of the Biden administration trying to take over the economy, trying to turn us into France, if not the Soviet Union. It's important, obviously. And then we need to have, uh, what's his name, the dog whisperer on. Exactly. Let's talk about uh, Major the dog and what can be done. Jack will be icing his tongue during the break, having scalded it with coffee. It's a shame. Oh, the Secretary of State had an arm ripped clear off by Major the dog. <laughs> if you haven't heard that overnight. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You just saw a Matt Gates interview. That was one of the weirdest interviews I've ever conducted. That story just appeared in the news a couple of hours ago. And on the certainty that there's always more than you read in the newspaper, we immediately called Matt Gates and asked him to come on and tell us more, which, as you saw, he did. I don't think that clarified much. Uh, but it certainly showed this is a deeply interesting story, and we'll be we'll be following it. Deeply interesting, deeply entertaining. I'm not sure how important it is, but uh, there you go. You're about to hear it. Well, it's strange. It's mysterious. Strange. It's a whodunit. It's, it's titillating. It's, yes, it's all those things potentially. Although, yeah, yes, there's sex involved. Although, as it is allegedly an underage person, um, it's uh, it's not good mm. if it happened. So I suppose we'll begin at the beginning. Uh, Matt Gates has been, uh, the New York Times first published uh, a report saying that he was being investigated for uh, sexing up an underage girl. He's a Trumpy congressman from Florida, a Republican, yeah. that the uh, Democrats really hate and that your lefty cable news channels really hate him. That's an excellent blank filling in job, and I appreciate it. Yeah, he's a panhandle of Florida guy. He's uh, kind of a Republican firebrand, good-looking, tussle-haired cable news regular. Anyway, uh, let's just start with clip 40, and we'll let it unspool and comment as needed. This is last night on Tucker. It is a horrible allegation, and it is a lie. The New York Times is running a story that I have traveled with a 17-year-old woman, and that is verifiably false. People can look at my travel records and see that that is not the case. I didn't know congressional travel records included everybody you're with, do they, in their ages? Or every flight you take, whether it's for business or not? 
Or if you get in your car and go somewhere. I don't know. Was anyway. traveling the crux of the story? Well, yeah, if you cross state lines with an underage person for yeah. sexual purposes, I, it's a federal but, crime. But yeah, the, uh, the last part of that sentence seems to matter more than the first part. Do tell. the For sexual purposes. Right, like so, I just found it odd that his thing was I I haven't traveled with anybody. I was like, I don't think we were worried about the traveling. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the misuse of the law and the way uh, people are using it, but uh, we can talk about that later. Fair enough. Forty-one, please. What is happening is an extortion of me and my family involving a former Department of Justice official. On March sixteenth, my father got a text message demanding a meeting wherein. A person demanded $25 million in exchange for making horrible sex trafficking allegations against me go away. Our family was so troubled by that, we went to the local FBI. And the FBI and the Department of Justice were so concerned about this attempted extortion of a member of Congress that they asked my dad to wear a wire, which he did with the former Department of Justice official. Tonight, I am demanding that the Department of Justice and the FBI release the audio recordings that were made under their supervision and at their direction, which will prove my innocence and that will show that these allegations aren't true. They're merely intended to try to bleed my family out of money. So Tucker Carlson was sitting there mouth open while Matt Gates laid that out because at that point, nobody would heard any of this stuff. Right. About... Yeah. His dad wearing a wire and them being extorted for $25 million? How rich is his family? They're huge donors. His dad's a huge donor in Florida politics and has been forever. I didn't know that. Mm. But, uh, you know, you don't extort $25 million out of me, for instance. No. (laughs) Dry hole. Well, that is a full-throated, specific, yeah. and aggressive denial. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I could parse it a little bit. Um, often people are blackmailed or extorted for things that they have done. Okay, I, It's a lot easier to extort somebody for something they have done. I got things but I don't to, know that. I got things to fill in, but I want to make, you know, get through the clips first. Sure, okay. 42, please. Roll on. This former Department of Justice official tomorrow was supposed to be contacted by my father so that specific instructions could be given regarding the wiring of $4.5 million as a down payment on this bribe. I don't think it's a coincidence that tonight, somehow, the New York Times is leaking this information, smearing me and ruining the investigation that would likely result in uh, one of the former colleagues of the current DOJ being brought to justice for trying to extort me and my family. So he's claiming a you know a top member of the Department of Justice is involved in extorting millions of dollars out of Congress people, and they use you know underage sex as the uh, as the lever. Now I heard him mention a former DOG DOJ person. Did I just space off that he mentioned an no, active? He's, he's it's former at this person, okay. but it was a member of the Department of Justice. Ah. Um. Uh, so this investigation started under Barr, Attorney General Barr. Uh huh. So that's where the timeline gets a little confusing, and maybe we'll hear some more of that here in the in the clip. And I didn't figure this out till afterwards. The investigation started under Barr, and he, he, Gates claims that this whole he tells Tucker at some point that you know we found out about this March sixteenth when they came to us and ex- asked for money. So that seems like a separate new thing, extorting money out of the investigation about the were you uh, traveling around with a seventeen year old and providing hotel rooms and flights. 
which is technically possibly sex trafficking. Seems ridiculous to me, but the 17 year old, I don't know what the statute of limit or the, what is the, the age, age of consent, consent yeah. in Florida and Georgia and wherever is going. I haven't heard that mentioned. Is 17 okay in Florida or not? I don't know. Well, I have no idea. You have um, to look that up. Well, it makes okay. a huge difference. You're either having sex with a child or an adult. Well, right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, okay. Now, if you're asking me to believe that there was an investigation into the blackmail of a congressman, the extortion of a congressman, and the New York Times published it as if the allegations might be true, the extortion allegations, I totally believe that because they're, they're nakedly partisan and frequently liars or at least more than willing to publish unverified and unverifiable single anonymous source stories. But if the former DOJ official who's allegedly extorting him started as a current DOJ official and was leaking the allegation? Well, that person says that none of this is true. Came out immediately last night after the interview. I forget what the guy's name is. Well, you're about to hear it. Yeah, roll on. Who, first of all, who is this Department of Justice former employee who's trying to extort the money from you, you say? His name is David McGee. He was a top official in the leadership in the Northern District of Florida as a prosecutor. He currently works at the Beggs and Lane Law Firm. As a matter of fact, one of the recordings that was made at the FBI and Department of Justice request occurred at that law firm, and the money that was supposed to be paid today that would have shown even more evidence of David McGee's work in this extortion scheme, that was foiled by the New York Times story, and I believe that's why this, uh, this horrible information and these terrible allegations have been used this evening. Somebody's in big trouble, because this David McGee person came forward immediately and said, none of that is true. That is just did not happen. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, okay. They'll be able to nail this down. First of all, you, you can go to uh, Gates' dad and say, so were you wearing a wire for the FBI? And he's either going to say yes or no. Well, and Matt Gates demanded that the FBI, the DOJ, immediately come out and make a statement confirming what he is saying. And if they don't, that would be extremely I, I, odd. I have no idea what's true and what's not in this story, by the way. No, oh, no. idea whatsoever. No, you have two people claiming the polar opposite, uh, naming each other in public and uh, both denying it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, But we got to get to the fun. He throws Tucker under the bus stuff. That's my favorite stuff in the interview. That's the weirdest thing that went on. I don't know how much it has to do with the case, but it is definitely the weirdest stuff that went on. Yeah, when I lost track of which... Uh... Uh, I think we need to skip 44, we'll jump to 45. There you go. Yes. But what I am troubled by uh, is the real motivation for all of this. You know, just tonight, Ted Lieu, a Democrat, is calling on me to be removed from the House Judiciary Committee. And I believe we are in an era of our politics now, Tucker, where people are smeared to try to take them out of the conversation. I'm not the only person on screen right now who's been falsely accused of a terrible sex act. You were accused of something that you did not do. And so you know what this feels like. You know the pain it can bring to your family. And you know how it just puts people on defense when you're accused of something so salacious and awful. But it did not happen. It is not true. And the fact that it is the basis of this attempt to extort my family tells a lot. And if the FBI and Department of Justice will release the tapes that they are in possession of, the American people will see what is really going on. You just referred to a mentally ill viewer who accused me of a sex crime 20 years ago. Um, and it, of course, it was, it was not true. I never met the person. Um, but but I, I do agree with you that being accused falsely is one of the worst things that can happen. So, the <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up, buddy. Yeah, no 
how can he? So the look on Tucker's face, and I was watching that, looking at his face and thinking, well, how is he going to handle this? Is he going to enter the interview or say, dude, how dare you or whatever? Because Gates, all of a sudden saying out of nowhere, I'm not the only person on this screen who's been accused of a terrible sex crime. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where is this going? What? Thanks, Tucker. Yeah. What? what am I? You am lying I, creep. Am I the subject <laughs> of this interview now or what? what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, Whoops. my God. What the hell was that? Well, I see his point. It's it's an awful experience. I see his point. Tucker, you can relate. You've been accused of an unholy sex act that only a beast would commit. (laughs) And everybody's thinking he was. But if 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 we're talking about me, and I got caught stealing something... And I'm trying to explain it and everything like that. And I say, you know, Joe's stolen plenty of things in his life. He knows what it's like to be excused. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> what, what no. It's that? totally different. It's a no. It's being falsely accused. Complete. It's falsely. <laughs> I see his point. But the fact that he says, I'm not the only person on this screen that's been accused of a terrible sex crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is kind of funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all right, 46. What is the basis of that investigation? What is the allegation? Is that really not very clear from these news stories? Yeah, again, I only know what I've read in the New York Times. Uh, I can say that actually you and I went to dinner uh, about two years ago. Your wife was there, and I brought a friend of mine. You'll remember her. And she was actually threatened by the FBI, told that if she wouldn't cop to the fact that somehow I was involved in some pay-for-play scheme, uh, that she could face trouble. And so uh, I do believe that there are people at the Department of Justice who are trying to smear me, uh, you know, providing for flights uh, and hotel rooms for people that you're dating who are of legal age is not a crime. Uh, And I'm just troubled that the lack of any sort of legitimate uh, investigation into me would then permute, would then convert into this extortion attempt. I, I, I don't remember the, the woman you're speaking of or the context at all, honestly. <laughs> would, you, would you quit trying to rope me into this story? You remember the girl I brought when we went out to dinner with your wife? You know, we had a great time, advanced. a couple of drinks, we all danced, you remember? Uh, no. I no. don't remember that at all. <laughs> I don't, don't remember that woman. <laughs> And is quit, that, quit trying to make this about me. Why are you doing this? Well, and it's n- none of my business unless I'm a Matt Gates district voter, I guess. But uh, so is this alleged 17 year old? Did like she have her birthday and, and he's a 38 year old man dating an 18 year old? I don't know. He votes the way I like it. So I hope he's innocent. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, what's going on there, though? What's going on there? You remember, Tucker, we went out to eat a couple of years ago, the girl I was with. I don't remember the context. So it kind of sounded like he doesn't remember going out to eat with him at all. Yeah, it, is. it sounds like he, well, he was saying, I don't remember going out to dinner with you or anybody. You lying creep. What the wow. hell was that? That's that's funny. I have 47. So they're saying there is a 17-year-old girl who uh, you had a relationship with. Is that true? And who are they? Who is this girl? What are they talking about, uh, uh, the New York Times? The person doesn't exist. I have not had a relationship with a 17-year-old. That is totally false. The allegation, as I read it in the New York Times, is that I've traveled with some 17-year-old in some relationship. That is false, and records will bear that out to be false. There you go. <sighs> well, this will get unspooled somehow. I have no idea what's going on. Well, I- and... 
And again, this David McGee guy, former DOJ official, uh, came out, told a couple liberal news uh, organizations the uh, reports of extortion were completely, totally false. This is a blatant attempt to distract from the fact that Matt Gates is apparently about to be indicted for sex trafficking underage girls. I, yeah, I don't like that use of that law. We'll have to talk about that at a different time. You know, because those laws are set up to catch really, really awful people. This this was not why these laws were designed. Um, but anyway, that's that's a separate topic. I, I I agree with you on the whole voter thing. If it turns out he regularly flew around different nineteen year olds to put them up in hotels, uh, that's. You know that's that's uh, all right with you. It's Some juicy gossip, yeah. But it, you know, it's, it's not illegal it's between but... him and his constituents, I guess. Yeah, it's an and inter- his god. Interesting life style as a super rich, connected young man, uh, living the the high life. Well, you know, politicians, this sort of politicians, they're practically the new guitar heroes in terms of you know being rich and being on TV and pulling chicks yeah. and the rest oh, of it. Oh yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Text line is 415-295-KFTC. We got a lot more. Armstrong and Getty. President's German Shepherd Major is said to have nipped a National Park Service employee on the South Lawn of the White House. This is the second person Major bit this month. The last time they sent him home to Delaware, but I guess he didn't learn anything. I mean, say what you will about Donald Trump. Mike Pence never bit anybody. <laughs> <laughs> what, what goes on What's with a- what goes on with the homeowners insurance with the White House? I mean, for, for us regular people, your dog bites somebody. The county takes your dog, and your homeowner's insurance goes nuts. What? Right. Yeah. Yeah, the second time, you, your dog is gone. It's a doggone gone dog. Yeah. Yeah. You have, no, you have no choice. How do you like this for kind of an own-the-libs line? President Klink is turning the White House into Stalag 13. Yeah. The out-of-touch commander. There you go. Huh? German shepherds biting people. Um, one more thing in the Matt Gates thing, and then we'll move on till later. At one point during the Tucker Carlson interview, he he mentioned that someone has alleged there's photos of me with child prostitutes, and those pictures don't exist. Oh, that's right. We didn't get to that. Ted Lieu, who's uh, um, you know a congressperson and is saying Matt Gates needs to be off the Judiciary Committee, said, why would Matt Gates go on national TV and volunteer a new derogatory allegation that hadn't appeared in the press articles? I suppose you could argue maybe to get ahead of it, but that introduced it to everybody. Right, and then there was the weird clip we didn't play where he was explaining that he was offered a pardon, but he wouldn't accept a pardon. And it was like, well, why would Joe Biden preemptively pardon you for an untrue... <laughs> I, don't I don't know. It's all There's something very odd of us. Yes, yes, there is. Um, Some man blaming Apple for $600,000 Bitcoin theft. Uh... This person had downloaded a highly rated app that appeared to be connected to a company that makes hardware wallets, which people use to secure their cryptocurrencies. And um, he used this app that Apple had approved, typed in all of his stuff, and 17 Bitcoin worth, that's $600,000 at the time, just disappeared. Wow. He's trying to go after Apple for it because Apple had approved the app being on their uh, 
Apple notorious for their kind of walled garden of you don't get to put stuff in here unless we give it the thumbs up. Right, but I'll bet right. part of the 77 pages of uh, user agreements you clicked on include, by the way, if all your Bitcoin gets ripped, we're not on the hook for it. And I told the story in the podcast, I'm aware of someone who knows someone who had uh, a bunch of Bitcoin and uh, has lost the password. They bought the Bitcoin quite a while ago when it was worth much, much, much less. As it said here, 17 were worth $600,000 back in February. It's worth more than that now. And this person had more than a dozen Bitcoin and lost the password, the very complicated encrypted password, and is still trying to figure out where it is. And there are companies that you can pay that will crack the code, but they take 25% of your money. And you have to trust that they're not just going to take all the money and disappear or, or say, you know, it wasn't there when we when we went in. Or what? how are you going to prove it? Or just not say anything at all. Just vanish into the night. This whole cryptocurrency thing, how do you prove how do you prove who stole it when? Oh, you know, that reminds me. There's a, there a, was it vice.com? Yeah, vice had an article about people's uh, NFTs, those non-fungible tokens, those weird you buy a little digital whatnot, uh, and, and then you resell it for more, and $53 million for art, or Positive Sean's been making serious jack with his uh, NBA card NFTs. Um, people are getting them stolen now. They're disappearing. Hackers are taking them? Uh, yes, yes. Essentially, yeah. Um. Now, I'll, I'll explain. The short version would be more mystifying than elucidating, but yeah. we'll get to that during hour two of the award-winning Armstrong and Getty program. And also, we got uh, the latest COVID news. Important announcement from the CDC you should definitely hear. Armstrong and Getty.